Welcome in to the world of No Neck Podcast. This oh. is a neck free podcast where we talk about sports and mainly fantasy sports. We get an, yeah. an entire hour possibly dedicated to just fantasy football. Nothing else. Screw you, Nick. Yeah, get ready for 0F1 and 100% <laughs> bashing the Eagles. Oh, fantastic. With no defence. <laughs> exactly. No defence? Are you talking about the Eagles already? <laughs> oh, yes. Got him. We got a, we got a, a terrific, a terrific, fantastic fantasy show for you. As we'll go over the latest news and uh, latest news in fantasy, including uh, all this running back fiasco by Lenny Fournette, moving teams, running backs getting paid, all our running backs wanting to get paid. Uh, Josh, uh, Josh, Josh Weed Gordon himself is back. The NFL is big on drugs. Uh, Bruce Arians talking about Ronald Jones and how he stole their player, even though and immediately Lennon replacing him. <laughs> Um, and then we talk about you know stuff like uh, New England and their worst trade ever and then because uh, Halloween is just around the corner because we've hit autumn we've got our spooky backfields some say spooktacular oh pumpkin spice uh, so yeah, and without, so on without further ado I am your host uh Lenaco Renock, which is my name backwards. <laughs> Just play it in reverse and you got Connor O'Connell. And I'm joined here by I, I honestly don't think I could attempt Matthew Morrison backwards, but it's Matthew. I have uh, I've put plenty of research into what my name sounds like backwards. Renock sounds that that would make a great Such offensive a good lineman. Name. Like <laughs> Lenaco Renock. Ah uh, yes, I am Lenaco Renock. I am some I am a traitor at some fantasy dock and I will give you good uh, I will give you good weapons for coin for much gold for mucho gold <laughs> I also have olive skin and a lovely moustache and I seek adventure why olive skinned? because I'm a Mediterranean man oh and you live on the harbour oh. the sun and such yeah what am I going I'm not oh, going to be checks I'm out. not going to be some ginger daywalker <laughs> out there in the sun oh. You're not going to be some sort of Andy Dalton. Yeah, have you ever? Do you think Andy Dalton has an Italian bit of Italian blood in his family? No, no, of course not. Do you know you get ginger Syrians? (laughs) (laughs) I did not know that, nor have I ever put any thought into that. Because like people think, oh, oh, the the Middle East is just a desert. No, there's like (laughs) mountains and snow and shit. It's crazy. The Middle East is mad, and you get like these people who obviously live in the cold. That live up in the mountains where there it is cold and snowy, and they're just ginger. Uh, Sami Zayn, he's a he's a, a wrestler who's a Canadian Syrian, and he's ginger. So he's. Oh, he's part. He's part Canadian. He's part Canadian, yeah. But you do get ginger Syrians. You think? Oh, I believe you. Like there's but... a bit of Syrian in his blood. It's going to wipe out that ginger like the Asians do. It's, you know, you can't get it. A, you can't get a ginger Asian. So, uh, fun tip, if you don't want your kid to be Asian, or Asian, if you don't want your kid to be ginger, if you don't want your kid to be ginger, you marry an Asian. But they still, they still have That's card. what Phoenix uh, dad should have done. Oh <laughs> we are forgetting this. <laughs> oh, that's a deep reference for St. Collins College. <laughs> There's probably nobody who will ever listen to this podcast that will understand that. 
Oh, that's what. See, that's what you get when Nick's not here. It's in Colin's yeah. college banter. The college bants brew. The throwback banter. All right, uh, let's go straight into the uh, the news. It's uh, all American football. Yeah, obviously it's a fantasy football podcast today. Of course, and not alone. Yes. Uh, fantasy news. Lenny. Lenny for We need more money. That's my boy, Lenny. Found you, Lenny. He's landed off the box. After yeah. going through after going through waivers where no one wanted him. Hilarious. But he wasn't there for long, to be fair. No, he wasn't there for long. But every team had a every team before the box, there was about twelve or thirteen teams, had a chance to pick him up. Actually enough, thirty one teams literally passed on him. Yeah. After the thirty second team let him go for none. So no one wanted Leonard Fournette, and then the box signed him for cheaper. Uh, so the uh, the box were like, "All right, you're not worth four point four and a half million on this one year deal. Let's get you on a one year deal, three million with only two million guaranteed." So they're Which literally penny pinching so much. <laughs> yeah, like they're like, "We've run out of money after paying every other ring chaser in the league." They're not even they've not even ran out of money. They had plenty. They were just like, "No, you're not worth this." And we want you to well, do that. Well, it isn't worth it. Well, it two million for a year guaranteed is. Aye, it, mean, well, it's funny to say is not much, but even if he's, it's, it's like even if he's shite, who cares? Yeah, who they've cares, got him for two million, you? and they will probably sell jerseys out of him. Um, Jacksonville's so yeah, not that far away from players, Tampa. A lot of uh, a lot of fantasy players would be breathing a sigh of relief because teams like the the Chargers would have been a good landing spot for him. The Eagles yeah. would have been good. Uh, the Steelers I thought the Steelers might have got him the Steelers would have been mental for him yeah, behind that O-line I suppose they might be back in Connor yeah but uh, Connor's not that good I know he's not that good but behind that O-line he has shown that he can be successful that one year Aye, that one so year. maybe he could go back and you know Leonard Fournette would be just as successful behind that O-line <laughs> anyone who could howl a ball would be successful behind that O-line uh, so yeah those guys breathed a sigh of relief uh Anyone who owned Ronald Jones is in tears. Haha, <laughs> lol, neck. Um, because. <laughs> who defended him till the last. He probably, if we put in a message now into your chat, he probably still would defend him. According to Nick, uh, Leonard Fournette poses no threat at all to Ronald Jones. Uh, the man who was uh, the backup to Peyton Barber for about two years. <laughs> If uh, nothing he, else, he's going to take carries off him. If that is all he does, he still hurts him fantasy wise. Yeah, um, Ronald Jones was already looking kind of dodgy. Uh, he was kind of dull for the year, yeah. Because you had Lashawn, you had Lashawn McCoy, who you know was crap, but still they might have him in instead because Ronald Jones is just that untrusted by Bruce Arians. And then you also yeah. had uh, I'm not going to pronounce the second boy's name. You had Keyshawn Vaughn and okay, I'm going to pronounce it Ogunbowale. Uh, I know it sounds like you're making fun around. of him, but it's it's just the dairy accent saying anything exotic. Bego, <laughs> that's what we call him. I don't know. Well, this is the the research we put in, and we had about forty minutes before the actual podcast to look up. Oh, Goomba Wale. Uh, nope. uh, vape or vant for me? Is that what it's called? Vant. Just talk, Matthew. Fill on there. Oh, you. Sorry, you went completely quiet there. Oh, did I? Dario Gumbawale. <laughs> yeah. Uh he was a <laughs> here's me saying he might have got drafted. No, he's in like a he's going into his fourth year in the league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's on a second stand, so he's just been hanging around. Yeah, uh, he's gonna not gonna be a threat. Yeah. Um no. but yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn would definitely be a threat to pass catching. 
uh, Big Bruce Arians came out and says that Ronald Jones is still their guy, as we all fucking laughed. And yeah. <laughs> that he's really impressed by his pass catching. Then why did you draft the pass catching back in the third round? Yeah, it seems it seems he's covering himself in case Ronald Jones maybe does well. But it seems like maybe he'll give him he'll start, but it does seem like Fournette's been brought in to crash the rock and he's obviously drafted a patch a pass catcher. Yeah, um Ronald Jones is he's so done. Even if you wanted him to get some like pass work, he's gotta compete with Godwin Evans. Gronk, Gronk. Uh, Cameron Braid, OJ Howard, Scotty Miller, who's a white slot receiver, so Tom Brady's going to eat that up. <laughs> yeah, he's going to see that, get Edelman flashbacks, and just the, the ball's going to be gone from Scotty his Scotty Miller it was one of my favourite players in Madden because he was he had like 93 speed, and he was short and like shifty, and I just turned him into a running back. So you made Christian McCaffrey before McCaffrey was in the league? <laughs> Uh well no this was uh, I'm dumb enough to get Madden twenty. Oh right, I had Madden twenty. So I say I went and bought it. No, I went and got uh, the EA Vault Origin type thing for my PC. So I'm paying oh, like right. three pound a month. They pay play FIFA, Madden, and Apex Legends. Does that mean you get the new Madden as well? Which apparently is shite. Uh, I know this is off topic. It might come but... out in a few months. Like right, because FIFA twenty's right. already came out and that was out like a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, well that's definitely going off topic we'll save that yeah. this is a fantasy football podcast I know Madden is technically some form of fantasy <laughs> it's technically fantasy yeah it's not real if I can if I want to make Matthew Stafford 7 foot tall and 400 pounds I will <laughs> um, so uh, yeah I mean Fournette might be a decent option now I know in our league someone got him in the third round he is not going to be a third round running back yeah, he's not going to be a will, top, whatever uh, As I much as Leonard Fournette ruins Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones will also ruin Leonard Fournette. Yeah. As will the other massive offensive weapons that Brady will have. So, yeah. unlucky to anyone. Uh, he, might get, he might get a decent amount of touchdowns. So, he could be a decent flex play. But I wouldn't be starting him. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be I think my, he probably is. And there, he wasn't... He was a third round pick, did you say, in our draft? Or do you remember? I just... think he got him at the end of the third. I mean, he, has, he probably did get him as like just a third option running back. It's not as if he wants him to be his game changer. Um, Who did wait, who'd Mackie get in the second round? That is the question. I'll get it up now. Fill in the silence. Uh, because it does depend. Um, I wouldn't want to draft a flex player with your uh, third pick. Third pick, yeah, I suppose. That's pretty dodgy. That was silly. Yeah. Look at this idiot. Where's Nick? Bring him back. Um, Boy. Yeah, um, I'll say moving on. I don't want to talk too much about Leonard Fournette. Yeah, no. It's just yeah. a depressing situation. Some say spooky. Oh, no, he got Devontae Adams in the second. Sorry, spooky situation. Gone ahead. Uh, so, he does have, uh, so he does have Leonard Fournette as his as his second RB2. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeesh. It's not ideal. <clears throat> Alright, uh, in other running back news, uh, Joe Mixon got paid. Well, now, is that going to be good or bad for him? It's good for him, but in terms of fantasy, would it not be better to have him playing out of his shoes to try and get paid? or um, Does it matter? I don't know. I think much? the Bengals will want to... I mean, that could be like an Ezekiel Elliott case, but the Bengals are also going to want to give him the best opportunity now to get their money back and get their worth. And Joe Mixon's very good. Uh, just, oh, yes. The Bengals were yeah. just a bad, bad team last year. 
So we're, I mean, they're giving him 12 million a year, which is a lot. Yeah. It's less than McCaffrey, like, so whatever. But everyone's going to get less because they're going to say, are you putting up McCaffrey numbers? And the answer is always going to be no. Yep. Even then, I think McCaffrey's getting paid too much. Oh, they're all getting overpaid slightly, but still. Uh, I mean, why would I want to pay Joe Mixon 12 million when I can have Leonard Fournette for half a Twix? <laughs> Uh, oh, the O-lines the O-line will be better for him like a lot better you got Jonah Williams coming back as your tackle uh, yeah. Joe Burrow is going to be in there they're going to throw it a lot because they love to throw it last year even with Andy Dalton and bloody Ryan Finley they also do they could sort of scheme him Andy passing the ball as a running back that could be something Joe Burrow succeeds at in the at second week. half of the year as well Joe Mixon was very good like, oh, he come kicked on, you got two, off. You, you got just two lovable, hard-working guys called Joe. You have two Joes. True. You have a Joe. Oh my God! It's Joe Joe. <laughs> we have to back the Bengals. Just going to be the Bengals. <laughs> Every oh, time yes. something he goes to pass the ball, it's just a baseline kicks in to be continued. Uh, here's my stand, AJ Green. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, took me off guard a wee bit. Uh, AJ Green just appears out of right. Joe Burrow. He's <laughs> very elusive. Just a, oh. He's got like an invisible old line that's his stand and you think you're getting a clear pass rush and then all of a sudden, boom, someone appears. <laughs> and they're a wall. So going from a uh, going from a running back that wants to, or has been paid to one that wants to be paid, there have been rumours that the Saints are looking in the trading Alvin Kamara. Which is good for some people, bad for others. It's a weird. It's, good for... it's a weird situation. All right, so he was like out for a bit. Kamara was out for a bit, but people were saying he might have been recovering from an injury. He needed some like injection in his spine. Which, first yeah. of all, that's a reason not to pay for him. If he fucking... Yeah, if he needs spine injections. Yeah, he had something like a. I don't know if it was an ACL injury or like a TCL. Is that a thing? Uh. I don't know but if it was, was in a spine. A cruciate ligament injury last year. Yeah. And uh, next year, the Saints are going to be some ridiculous amount over the cap. Like it's. Oh, like, they have to be. Yeah. They're going to have to cut so many people over the cap. Oh, it's insane! Something ridiculous. Uh, obviously, I'm not doing the research. Um, but uh, yeah, so they're going to be so far over the cap. Drew Brees, even if Drew Brees retires, he's going to cost $22 million next year. Yeah, just which way, is... Just the way it works, yeah, contract Because they have to pay him. Um, well, Kamara, you see, just to go back that, he apparently had a swollen knee ahead of a game and then went on to play because he said he was ready to go and then that's what led to him needing the injections and all that shit. Yeah. So he has an injured... He had an injured knee and played on, so maybe he's thinking, fuck that. Uh, and then you, you obviously have to pay... Uh, I think you, they're going to have to pay Ryan Ramshack soon. Yeah. Once again, uh, I've not really <laughs> checked. Yeah, so he, he was drafted in uh, 2000, uh, 2017. So he'll be going into his fourth year now. So I don't yeah. know if he has actually gotten paid yet, but they'll need the... He will, the, the money will be become a factor next year. It's coming up to becoming a factor. and yeah, so Well, if, there, if he is, has injury issues as well, he might just not want to risk... Play. Like he could ease off a bit, but he might they won't be able to ease off if he's going into a contract here. Yeah. They're also in win now mode. Which means yeah. uh they might want to win and they're gonna be better this year if Alvin Kamara plays. 
Yeah. As opposed to not, because obviously this could be Drew Brees. Drew Brees is uh, last one. And then you have to replace him with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, not Teddy Bridgewater, fucking Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, I got them mixed up. That's not good for me. Jameis Winston. Oh, just because they got the same skin color, you think they're... Oh, it's because I got, it's you because I, first, I, I was looking at Teddy a picture of Teddy Bridgewater and then that mm. fucked fucking threw me. That's the fourth time today I've done that. I'm having a bit of a it's stroke actually today. Lamar Jackson, I'm if you just can't <laughs> tell the difference. This is, this is shocking. Uh, our Swiss Army knife, pal. Anyway, neither of those are going to be the QB next year because it's going to be uh, Taysom Hill season. Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill, the Swiss Army knife, the my, freak my athlete. My dynasty team, my time, dynasty team yearns for him. You would love to see him all of a sudden just... If he just committed to a position, he'd be very good at it. That's what I, I feel from Taysom Hill. <laughs> it's just fake field goals every play. It's my Madden strat. <laughs> my Madden strat is literally just to get a... I get like a, a fast QB and I convert him to a running back. Or, I, sorry, I get a fast Put him as your back backup. And I convert right. him to a QB and I make him like the placeholder. Yeah, <laughs> and I just do the fakes and make them run. Genius strategy. The the AI never cops on. <laughs> um, well, neither do real people. Real people always shut themselves as soon as the person who's supposed to hold a kick starts running. So yeah, the, they're ta- they're the Saints are stuck in a hard place here. Well, they're negotiating. They're I, actively negotiating to try and extend them, but and at least return to practice. Doesn't look like he's holding out. Mm. He, he is like participating in training like as we speak yeah it just seems like it's just a shite situation for somebody and they have to make decisions since Matthew owns Latavius Murray in the draft this year in the fantasy this year he wants yeah. Kamara to take I'm, his time I'm secretly hoping Kamara's just like you know what with all this COVID maybe I just take a year off take a year out let me value diminish even more <laughs> come back well, definitely not- don't get paid He's definitely well. He's not going to get the money he wants at the because he can't afford to pay him the money he wants. I will. I will take five hundred thousand. They just get murdered by that uh, D line by any D line. But you could pay me. You could pay me about five hundred thousand for the year for me to get the ball and run without an O line. <laughs> you as a person, yes. as in Conor O'Connell, you're not doing yes. an impression or a bit. I will immediately get it and then try and dive to the ground. <laughs> One yard gains, crash the ball. I can I can run down the clock. I can be that. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's the point. There's a lot of people that play like very low level rugby here that are just big fat motherfuckers. You could grab a ball and get hit for far cheap. For they probably do it for fucking fifty pound a week. It's fullbacks, Matthew. Oh, yeah, they be a exist. Beautiful fullback. <laughs> I got no Nebru. You just get that half a yard. Hey, well, Kamara didn't have a knee last year, and he played. That's true. <laughs> Fucking and he, he wants paid the big bucks. Todd Gurley doesn't have any knees at the moment, and you. No, Todd Gurley currently. actually he, he took my granddad's knee knees years <laughs> back. Decided to insert the man. And Carry on Johnson's also walking around with a knee brace. Oh, up. but did you not see his tweet where he just says he is one with the knee brace? <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Running back talent. Yeah. Running back bounce. He's got it. He's got it. We've got a default. That's in what there, you boys. want. You have DeAndre Swift for the talent now. You just take Carry on Johnson yeah, for the banter. He's also barely participating in practice. Oh, see, that's why I was low key terrified that the the Lions would go for Fournette. 
because they need somebody who's got legs. Yeah. Um, it's a small thing to ask for in a running right, back. Like you're away, paying a million per from, leg. But uh, moving away from running backs, we've got wide receivers. Yeah. Oh, smell that. <laughs> smell that. Is that the? Is there a Rastafarian communion going on here? Okay, now I know who you're talking about. Josh I was wondering what we were smelling. The Seahawks. Big Josh Gordon. Oh, the stench of weed is back. The Seahawks have brought Josh Gordon back after he played like three games last year. Uh, He's going back, so Mr. Mr. Unlimited. Right. Josh Gordon is a fantasy football legend. Not for what he has done, but for, for what he could do. He's still living <laughs> off that uh, rookie year where he put up 1,600 yards on the bloody Browns. I, what was the two back-to-back games of over 200 receiving yards, wasn't it? Or something like that? Man's just a, he, he, he was a freak of nature, but he's gotten old now and he hasn't obviously played that many games of football. <laughs> he still he manages to just not train for like a year and then decide to grow two more abs. It's unfair. <laughs> yeah, it's because he does. Hook, hookers and blow is his exercise regime. Oh, he's such a freak. I love following him on uh, Instagram though because after he got, he got cut by the Seahawks last year he was just hanging around Japan getting that doing anime shit and wearing shit. I do I love the amount of American footballers who are just weebs yeah but they're weebs for like specific shonen anime oh, they're no. not real like... he was he was watching he was, I saw Josh Gordon was watching like all the subbed anime that wasn't even like fighting stuff oh yeah he could be the one get him on the podcast get him on the anime pod that we're talking about this <laughs> The Last Airbender is my favourite anime. <laughs> I don't know um, why that was so like... <laughs> I know, it's a lie. It's totally Digimon. Oh, Digimon. Um, so Josh Gordon, fantasy-wise, is not going to do much. He will be a third or fourth option at best. Yeah. He's going to be behind... Greg Olsen will be higher be on the list than him. Maybe. I don't think Greg Olsen's going to play that much. Especially no. when you've got big oh. Will Disley. Will Disley's there. Yeehaw. <laughs> I think that's why Olsen's been brought in. Olsen's been brought in to make Disley just a funny da just for the rest of the Disley's team. Disley's going to have three... He's going to have these three fantastic games and then have another life-threatening injury. But those three games are going to be great. That's why you draft him in the 16th round of fantasy. <laughs> for um, bounce, basically. Uh, one <clears throat> wide receiver comes in, another goes. The New England Patriots release Mo Sanu. Uh, yeah. Less than a year after trading a second round pick for him. That was the worst trade ever that you yeah, referred this to. Is, this is a hilariously awful trade. It's hilarious because it's the Patriots. And he like, Bill Belichick does these every now and then. Like He must have went through about four years of spending second round picks on cornerbacks that never actually played. Like, he's got yeah, you wonder when spots when it comes to the draft and trading. I think he's just kind of like, I got Brady in the sixth round. I can just get lucky again. Or he's just straight up going, I've won everything. Let's make this a challenge. Let's like turn the sliders yeah. up. <laughs> Normal people have feet. to go. <laughs> they have to go down to get a rebound. But Bill Belichick was like, it's taken too long. So his tour has everything down to the fucking uh, foundations. That's Tom why Brady was actually so keen to sign a new contract. And Bill was like, no. No. <laughs> they kept changing no. the price by minus one dollar just to get it a new negotiation <laughs> just please don't resign we're going with Stidham oh Cam Newton doesn't have a shoulder let's go for him this could be bad Brian Hoyer can be there as number three uh, yeah so it seems Moose and I obviously had 
he's had injury issues and was not the same person he was in Atlanta. Yeah. Why didn't they just make Mohamed Sanu the QB? The man's got the highest passer rating ever. He had a QB golden ticket card in Madden just to bring that back. So he's one of the best QBs in the game of Madden. <laughs> so just make that reality. And we didn't even or see your tactic. trick play. I love trick plays where like the QB or the way like uh, your wide receiver was a QB in college. Just get him the ball and get him right through. That's what yeah, they did Julian, Julian Edelman, Edelman did that. Yeah, against the Ravens. Do more of that. I want just all trick plays all day. Well, That's, why I'm just gonna the, the That's why I was excited for the Lions. That's why I was excited for the Lions fullback Nick Bottom, because he was a high school QB, and I was like, oh, "We could have a fullback <laughs> trick play." Imagine that! Just <laughs> imagine the scenes or the chaos that would be caused with that. Direct snap to a fullback, and he throws a bomb. I mean, it's like half a Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's plays. Yeah, but Taysom Hill is not a fullback. He's just a freak. Don't don't. You don't know what Taysom Hill isn't. <laughs> That's true. The limit does not exist. All right, so we're moving on from the fa- moving on from fantasy news to our fun segment. Uh, oh, in the aye. spirit of the the Halloween, spooky situations. Sounds like a if horrible I, history scene. I wish. I w- oh, spooky situations. Yes. Now back in the day, spooky <laughs> situations. You know. um, I I want a soundboard so bad. I want to work out how people do a soundboard so I could have a drop here. Like a drop, as in into like your voice changing, or oh, just no, like, like a no, beat like drop. I push a button and then like a sound effect plays. Oh right. Something like have you, have you not listened to a podcast ever, Matthew? I have, but I wasn't sure what you meant. Like, did you mean like a beat drop, just some sort of fat drop, like <laughs> just blah, just fucking start talking about spooky situations? But like, I, I would push like a, the spooky situation one, and then the sound drop would be like a spooky, scary skeletons. Oh right, Something yeah, like fair. That. And then I would say it's not copyright because I'm not making money. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we're gonna go through the spooky situations that scare us off in fantasy football this year. Because we may have done your draft, but some people haven't. Some smart people who waited for that Leonard Fournette news. Yeah. Done it. So Matthew, let's go off first. What is your spookiest situation? My first one, well, we've talked about both of these already, but I'm going to say my spookiest is the New England Patriots because Bill Belichick is either. Have you ever seen just him smile? Out to lunch. Terrifying. No. Terrifying. <laughs> oh, no, I have actually. It have looks you seen kind the of subway like, it looks like a fake mask. It looks. Have you seen his well, subway commercials? But it looks like a Halloween mask. Matthew, have you seen his subway commercials? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> oh. It's like whatever. Oh, it's hilarious. It's like you have him there sitting him with a subway, no smilers on it. There he is, Phil Belichick, smiling ear to ear because he's got his foot long subway. <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting there grumpy with it. <laughs> or like, oh, this guy's walking down the street with a bucket of chicken, sees Bill Belichick, goes, oh, you're right, Bill. I should definitely throw away this bucket of chicken, get this subway foot long. And Bill's just, all right. <laughs> Oh, he's making so much money for doing nothing. He's literally and look at the the hoodie he wears. That sort of he's cut off the sleeves on an oversized hoodie. He's just got his fit, and he knows what suits him. He but has fit. Not the- <laughs> Daddy Belichick. Daddy Belichick. Well, but, he is the father of the N- or AFC East. Yeah, he's right, Tom so Brady's daddy. So what scares you so much? 
Well, the, I just think the Patriots, they obviously, but if anyone can do it, Bill Belichick can do it, but they're clearly in a bit of a rebuild here and their defense has jumped off a cliff because half of them are opting out because of COVID. I say half, all of their important defensive players. And maybe Nikhil or Nikhil Harry does well with Cam Newton, but there's just a lot of unknowns there, so I would just avoid it if possible. Especially Cam Newton. I know you were talking about lifting him, but yeah, I just don't see it. I mean, I got Cam Newton. I got Cam Newton in my fantasy draft because the man can still run. This is true, actually, yeah. Hopefully he can still run, actually. I don't know. His body could fall apart. He's still quite Miami athletic. One, I think it's... They're playing Miami week one, so I'm taking that. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's such a... Like, what, what wide receivers would you want? Julian Edelman? If he dropped yeah. the 10th round? Yeah. Uh, well, if Julian Edelman was available late, yeah, I suppose. But... Yeah, might take him. Yeah, but that's about... Would you take in Keel Harry, now that Moe Sanu's gone? See, well, that's the thing. That's the same as would you take Julian Edelman. But Julian Edelman was Tom Brady's favourite receiver and would do everything. So, yeah, I don't um, know. It's... Who else? Well, Could Jacoby Myers. wide receiver they have? They're going to the tight ends. Would you like Devin Asiasi, who was drafted? I would not take a tight end totally above what we already have. If you go to their running backs, uh, you got <laughs> yeah. Sony Michelle. Uh, <coughs> Damien Harris. Damien Harris. Could do well. Damien Harris might be for a 15th round pick. Was Sony Michelle even drafted? <clears throat> I don't believe he was, no. Because I traded for him in, in my Dynasty League about six months ago. I gave away Cole Hardman. <laughs> that was the worst trade I've ever made. It's still not as bad as Sunu for a second round pick and That's then dropping not, him. I got that. I mean, I, I only spent... It's the second worst trade it. ever. <clears throat> trying yeah, to think I, I agree. It's, to. A, it's a very spooky situation. I mean, you still got... Uh, you st- the, the offense as a whole could be decent because you still got... Uh, yeah. James McDaniels. I don't know names. What is going on? Josh McDaniels. As the, yeah. uh, the, head, as the offensive <clears throat> head coach and obviously got Bill Belichick. Who makes them work? It's one of them people that, because he's so successful, can say, "I don't care if there's a global pandemic. And, I want you here at four a.m." And their defense is so depleted because of everyone it's opting insane. out. So, so either that's going to aid the offense because uh, they need to score points, or they're not going to be able to keep up with the fact that they're going to be on the field so much. Or everyone, I think that's what Matthew. Right, everyone's right. saying, everyone's saying, "Oh, the Jags are tanking. The Jags are tanking." Well, maybe the Patriots are. Yeah, that's the thing. Bill Belichick could just be like, oh, feel free to opt out. Come on, COVID's scary, and you're young. Feel free to opt out. Hey, hi, Tyre. You're a linebacker who's nearly 300 pounds. No, this kills fat people. <laughs> this kills, it's very dangerous to people of your size. Maybe you should sit out. And Meanwhile, he's like, <laughs> a Venmo owes him like 10 million more than his salary is this year. <laughs> he's just handed under the table so they can't be taxed he just in says a, to Stefan Gilmore in a, in a Gilmore. subway bag <laughs> meet me down it's a like... dark alley <laughs> that's why he's doing these commercials <laughs> so he has the money to bribe his defence to take the year off uh, alright uh, my spookiest situation is my uh, I, I, I was about to say my favourite team I hate the Lions but I support them <laughs> Uh, so their backfield terrifies me uh, I mean who in the right mind would draft a Lions running back in the first place well DeAndre Swift's going in the fifth round 
and Kerryon <laughs> Johnson's usually going around the eighth round. Uh, yeah. Last year, Kerryon was going like at the end of the second, early third. Everyone thought he was going to break out, but uh, newsflash: it's the Lions. Just, it's yeah, a he just broken half. Yeah, it's just not. It's not uh, for working, and and both of them were second round picks. The Lions used second round picks on running backs in the space of three. Two second round picks wasted on running backs in three years. It's tragic. Um, I but it, well, I think it's just I think COVID's played a big role in everyone just getting crippled at the start of the season because DeAndre Swift is not old enough to have knee trouble. He doesn't have knee trouble. He's just out. Like he, I thought he was like out because of his knee. Nah, he's just got some like strain or some shit. Oh right, so he's Garyon literally just taking it easy. Gary on obviously has a knee brace on, but I mean he yeah. might not have like bad knees or anything. Like, I, just I don't be... know. But even from a fantasy fantasy perspective, if both of them were healthy, I would avoid both of them because they're going to take away cars from each other. Yeah. Uh, point one, they're both lions. Point two. Point two. Three so, and four. Yeah, three and four. <laughs> uh, and then you you bring in uh, you got like Ty Johnson still hanging around there. Ty Johnson was actually on a per snap basis their best back last year. Which is the president? That... Jason Huntley was drafted the fifth round, and he is electric. I hope he's Austin Eckler for the Lions. I I I'm still upset I didn't take Austin Eckler, but I couldn't let Michael Thomas go. But that's not the point. That's no, not you, spooky no, nor a situation. Ah, that's not true. You're an idiot, Matthew. I'm a smart boy. My mommy says so. I don't care if you. What'd you get in your eleven <laughs> plus, Matthew? <laughs> you jet? I want to brag. I think here. I got. I think I got a C one. Oh, nice! I got an A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just in that top twenty five percent of students in Northern Ireland in two thousand and seven. Yeah, that is actually mad. That that technically is what that means. Uh, all right. So that's that's my reasoning for Detroit. Also, everyone everyone hyped up the Lions' run game last year, as in like, oh, Matt Patricia's got a. Well, Patricia's got to uh, run the ball down the throat. That's the idea. The Lions just won a run game. But that was like the biggest play-action idea. Because everyone, I think everyone in their head thought, oh, the Lions are going to focus on the run. And all of a sudden, uh, they go up against Arizona and half the time, they're split. they got no running back in the backfield and Matt Stafford's just chucking it deep. To, to Marvin Jones, pulling, he's like, already there. The Lions are just pulling a mental Derrick Henry and going with the play action, fooling everyone the entire offseason. I mean, it. you can respect it. So, yeah, avoid them. Uh, so, who's your second spookiest team? Uh, well, I remember what it is. It is the, I'm just making sure, it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers backfield. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I remember people talking about them. Yeah, recently too. We did that about thirty minutes ago. But oh, Matthew, it's this all... is going to be a beautiful forty-five minute podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be nice and easy to edit, and it's just it's taking out the F one and the Eagles' defense, defending the Eagles is what I mean. But yeah, Tampa Bay backfield, it's going to be split snaps and probably split snaps from they were projected. I have it up here before all this trade happened. Ronald Jones. Rojo was projected to end up getting about 140 to 141 rush attempts on the year and now he's going to have to split that with Leonard Fournette and that was probably unrealistically high anyway so he was let's say he was projected again not predicted to get 
around 120 points in the year, which I don't think is great to begin with. You but... know his, his uh, full name is Ronald Jones II? Yeah, I do uh, know that. Uh, that's just, it's not actually, he's not actually the second person in his family called Ronald Jones. It's just his <laughs> death chair position yeah. like, for his entire life. I mean, he's just... Who where did Nick get him early or did Nick get him? Uh, he would have got him around the seventh or eighth round. It's not that early. You know, Ronald Jones was drafted at the start of the second round. He was drafted before carry on. Yeah, he was. Yeah, which is mad. The running backs, the running backs in that twenty eighteen draft are just a bit sad after uh, Saquon. Yeah. Because who do who do you got? But... Sony Michelle, Rashad Perry, Ronald Jones. <laughs> Uh, actually, Nick Chubb is in the middle there, so yeah. fair play. But then you also got Carry On, Darius Guys. It is sad. It is about he, Ronald Jones is only twenty three as well, and he's already kind of just going to be a lifelong backup. It seems. Yeah, but, I mean he's got plenty of times or plenty of time to you know hone his skills and get better. When he's no, again, it's snap. the same as the Patriots. Like he could have on Fournette because they have apparently one of the easiest or they have the easiest strength of schedule for running backs but still they're halving it if not cutting it in thirds plus there's three tight ends two three wide receivers to deal with and tom brady's probably going to throw the ball just everyone just, everyone on the box terrifies me yeah it just it could go well but it could go tom brady's not throwing for for uh th- eh, five thousand yards that james yeah, wilson is because he won't that need just, to that inflated every stat that inflated yeah. all their adps yeah, massively. Yeah, too many moves to feed. It's just about sort of that's why it's a kind of too rich for my blood kind of thing as well. But I would be avoiding the Bucks in general, but especially their backfield. Except Scotty Miller. <laughs> he, you get him on draft that he's going to pick up some points. They're just going to watch. put Edelman on the back of his jersey just to trick Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Julian! Oh my God, Fire Julian! Him. You can run a four three now. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just been drinking that and those Tom Brady electrolytes. Yeah, it's the it's the same as like Space Jam with the Michael Jordan special stuff. It's just Tom Brady special stuff and Weedabix mixed. All right, uh, my Hill. last uh, my last spooky the our last spooky offense or spooky situation <laughs> is one that I've stuck in just so we can slag off the Eagles for about fifteen minutes because next not here. <laughs> All right, what is injuries? Injuries are the Philadelphia Eagles. It is their destiny. <laughs> uh, I th- the Eagles obviously made a deal with the devil to win the Super Bowl a few years ago. And in return, they must not have a healthy QB who can last you know, an entire season. They yeah. cannot have a complete O-line. Oh yes, we got the best O-line in the league. Yes, but two of them will, will go out injured for the entire season every year. <laughs> oh, you got wide receivers to throw to that you're young QB throw to you. Uh, no, we're going to take them away as well because you won the Super Bowl with a bad QB. Yeah. It's what you get. I want nothing to do with the Eagles right now. Nothing to do. Actually, the only one I want something to do with is the anti-Semite, uh, Deshaun Jackson, because he's going around <laughs> round 13. Which is very, that's very good value he's, for where he is. They're playing Washington week one. He scored two. He put up 30 over 30 points against Washington in his one game last year. Let's just let lightning strike twice and try it again. Because Carson Wentz should play. Um, he probably will. I don't know that. why wouldn't he? Be the only one out there aside from the running backs and the JJ Arcega Whiteside, whatever he is. Yeah. Um, 
tight ends as well. Oh, the Eagles got two great tight ends. Yeah, that's a that's problem. That's a negative. That's yeah. a problem. <laughs> I don't want like, like Zach Ertz is usually a target monster, but you know, I'm going to assume a lot of his uh, targets are going to go to Dallas Goddard this well, year. Well, that's the thing. Athletic. Even even last year, there was games where they basically just swapped positions, and Dallas Goddard got. 10 or 11 point, points and Zach Ertz got 1.5 I think yeah. it was just they just swap about which means you're just getting less for how early you'd have to take Zach Ertz especially actually I need to go straight on I need to cancel this uh, I tried to trade Deontay Johnson for Jalen Rager because Jalen Rager yeah. got taken one spot before me and I was going to take him but now he's kind of hurt uh, so he's kind of hurt and uh I don't know. I don't know if I want to trust the rookie coming back from an injury. Yeah, it's... Away if I get him, so I want to cancel him just in case it gets accepted. Yeah, because uh, I was kind of high on Jalen Rager, uh, but Matthew, do you want to know how you got injured? How did he get injured, Connor? It's fucking hilarious. Uh, so Carson Wentz got you know Carson Wentz was a bit hurt, so he was take he wasn't taking the snaps. Jalen Hurts gets in. Jalen Hurts throws an interception in practice, and Jalen Rager gets hurt tackling. Uh, the defender. <laughs> oh my god, that is that's, oh, that's just hysterical. a that's a, just a, a comedy of errors there. Like just the it's, just, it's the ballad of backup QBs and folly. It's 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 like the first episode of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> so, yeah, Except obviously of, less tragic outcome, but yeah. I've never seen Friday Night Lights. Well, yeah, basically, of, yeah, it's basically the same thing happens, but it's a quarterback gets injured. Lol. <laughs> anyway, so Philadelphia, I think. I mean, Carson Wentz is good enough. Yeah, he's a very good player. He's a very good player, but even like fantasy wise, last year Carson Wentz, you know, he was he was getting wins, but he wasn't putting up huge numbers. Like, well, that's because the same everyone like, was injured. Yeah, hop that's on what, your, that's why you your, didn't hop on your Greg Ward train. Pick him up. <laughs> That's kind of why you said Russell Wilson was too expensive for your blood because there will be weeks where it's like one lose or draw he's just not going to get the points because something else works or they score other ways. That's kind of like Carson Wentz except he's going to get less points even again. Uh, I mean, some yeah, some weeks Russell Wilson will ask, oh, can I throw the ball on first and second down, sir? While <laughs> Pete Carroll chews gum and stares him in the eye with his cold fishy eyes. <laughs> I've never thought that about Pete Carl, but it is very true. I'm just saying Russell Wilson is a beta robot. Okay. Rude. I mean, Mr. Unlimited. He said Mr. Unlimited two years ago. That's when the video came out and it only resurfaced. So he called himself Mr. Unlimited <laughs> a few years ago and he decided not to be unlimited. He wanted to be limited. <laughs> yeah, he's just... <laughs> yes, I'll hand off the I'll hand off the ball. Maybe I'm just a maybe I'm just Jimmy Garoppolo, only shorter and not as attractive. That's all he's saying. In his head, that's, he's panicking. That's Even what I hear when I hear Mister Unlimited. <laughs> just saying. Uh, so yeah, do, do you want to slag off the Eagles about anything? I can't think of much. But, well, it's just mostly what you've said already. Hey, it's, isn't I it hilarious that they got rid of their uh, best coach and Frank Reich and kept Doug Peterson? Yeah, it's it's funny. a lot of Frank's what they do is kind of just like everyone slags off Big Bill O'Brien, but the Eagles have some funny, bad, dull moments as well. To be fair, I mean, everyone thinks Doug Peterson's like a, a great head coach. I mean, maybe you know, 
he won the Super Bowl. Oh, no, I don't think he can argue that. cavalier attitude of, oh, you go for it. And then as soon as Frank Wright goes, the offense gets a bit flat. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying maybe he was the special juice. I mean, oh, yeah, your offense is going to work when you have, like, three All-Pros in your O-line. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's another thing. That's not like, oh no, we lost on we lost our left tackle. Oh no, we lost our right guard. Yeah, but you got fantastic Hall of Famers everywhere else. Yeah, you've just slow <laughs> your roll, sir. It's still upsetting to me that the Eagles still consider themselves underdogs. Like you were the reigning world champions and you still called yourself underdogs. Yeah, everyone thought they were like these like one thing that turns me off obviously about Philadelphia is their fans are scumbags. Oh, I do not like them as a they group of people. scumbags. You hear they that, Nick? batteries as Santa Claus. <laughs> I remember that game where they smashed the Vikings in the NFC Championship game, and their fans are just chucking bottles of beer at the fans, at the Vikings fans, as, they, uh, as they're as they approaching the stadium. Which is absurd. Tell me. Yeah. I'm calling you out, Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, come at me, bro. City of brotherly scum. <laughs> Earl Thomas is lining up they play for you yeah he's going to bring his brother and just <laughs> take the place by storm Earl <laughs> Thomas and his brother lining up in a split backfield <laughs> fuck All right. anything else you want to talk about Matthew before we get well, out of here quick the biggest news Stephen Gotskowski got picked up oh geez, it's, who, who how could we forget who did I say? I forget. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, but it was a titanic decision. Hint, hint. Oh, yeah, it was the Titans. Yep. It was the Titans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the Titans, uh, you say this about fantasy, the Titans went through a, a stage towards the end of last year where they went like six or seven weeks without kicking a field goal because their offense was just that efficient. Yeah. So they, they had something That's like, the thing, yeah. It's like the, in like total points, they didn't like put up uh, just that many they were something like 15th or 16th but they were like top near top 5 in terms of points per drive because they were just yeah. these slow your old drives just slow down there marmalade as we well, that... run the ball down your throat and pass it over the top and we waste the clock that's what I want from Ryan Tannehill just consistently 15 to 20 points also, that'd be nice my last uh, my last thing as I type it in online uh, they find the quote. Make sure you get Matt Stafford as your QB. Uh, because Nate Burleson uh, just said on Good Morning Football that Stafford texted him after Peter Sh- Pete Schrager said he was going to be a dark horse MVP candidate. Uh, to which Stafford says, tell your boy Schrager to forget the dark horse part. I'm going for the MVP. I fucking love that. I love that for Matt Stafford. Stafford I really... has never called his shot. He's always been this quiet <laughs> two-year line boy. We're getting, we're getting, we are getting Matt Chadford. That's what we need. That's what the warder needs. This boy is gonna, he is going to hand it off. <laughs> Get the, <laughs> you run out and run a route, sir. I'm going to chuck the ball forty yards downfield to Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is already sitting there, yeah, waiting for it. <laughs> He just finally has someone you, to service him. You, you know what his over under is for the yards this year? 4,300. Mate, put it at 5,300. <laughs> that is insane. We're shocking this. That is insane that that is his over under. <laughs> What's the odds on the over? Oh, they're both going to be like 5 to 6 or something. 
All right. But Matthew, we can get on that in the next show, the betting show. Uh, but it does make me laugh that Benson has Gardner Minshew starting over Matt Stafford because Benson is a spiteful, spiteful being. <laughs> yeah, he heard us all colluding about. Sure, well, well, we're not colluding. Don't say that. Don't no, say no, that. never mind, never mind, never Don't mind. Say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that'll be us for the fantasy talk for this podcast. We'll have plenty more fantasy talk later in correct parts. But we, I just enjoyed having this as a straight up just fantasy jargon. That could be the next while. It hasn't started. Uh, the next podcast, I'm going to get into fantasy betting. It'll be me and Matthew again. Nice. Matthew and I. As uh, Nick is planning his move to Cardiff, and I will I will join him there. Uh, Sounds lovely. I uh so yeah it'll be a betting podcast next time we're gonna go over a lot of over unders that I enjoy uh that I've spotted and we will take advantage of uh Matthew Matthew has graciously offered to put about two hundred pound into my bets I would rather see myself off a cliff but we'll see we'll see okay. we'll see a cliff that you can dive in do all that money <laughs> we're gonna get Scrooge just Scrooge McDuckett oh we'll be Scrooge diving into his pot of gold. Scrooge McMuhai has to be the title of this podcast. Don't yeah, care what it's to it. do with, just call Scrooge McMuhai. I will write that down. Take a note. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that'll be on our next podcast. Uh, but for now, next not here, full Trump. <laughs> <laughs>